0: Wonderful show is keeping up with the Joneses. Welcome to Keeping Up With The Joneses, episode 83.
1: The Christmas edition.
0: The Christmas edition.
1: Merry Christmas, baby. Thanks. Did you have a good one? I did. Before we get to the excitement of Christmas Day, it's worth knowing that we are on vacation.
0: We are. And, and
1: ha- it feels amazing. It does. I love working, but given the choice, I prefer being on vacation. What say ye?
0: I don't know. I I kind of miss people, but yeah, it's nice to like sleep in and chill.
1: How can you say that you miss people when we've had a house full of people?
0: No, I like I don't miss people in general. I miss specifically the people that we work with.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. That makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Well, the good news is you're going to see them in a week's time. I know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not like dying or crying in a, you know, corner making a puddle or anything. I'm just saying I really like who we work with.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's that that seems very very fair. Okay. We have had a very social season.
0: Very crazy.
1: For this last week.
0: Yeah, it's been super social.
1: It is the season to be social. True.
0: Starting with last week when we saw Star Wars with our friends.
1: We're not going to talk about Star Wars just yet. And we will tell you if we're going to talk about it so you don't need to be frightened about spoilers. And indeed, we're not going to give any spoilers, but we'll talk about that in a second. Yes. Yeah, we went to see Star Wars. Yes. Then we had crazy weather.
0: Crazy weather. Like... We put a bunch of cushions in our bathtub and got everything ready because the downstairs bathroom is the place to be.
1: In a tornado. In a tornado. And we were under full tornado watch. Yeah. And tornado warning. I forget which one's the more severe one. Warning, I think. Well, all the sirens were off, which means the tornado touched down.
0: Yeah, they were all going, yeah.
1: And poor Cindy, who'd been celebrating fake Christmas with us, was due to leave the next day to drive to Florida to be with her family. But when we looked at the radar, the path of the tornado was the exact route she would have been driving.
0: Yes, the whole storm system, like the supercells and everything, was exactly on 65.
1: And she was like, no, no, I'll totally be fine. We're like, we don't care, you're not leaving. You're not going. (laughs) So we duct taped her to the wall and then let her free the next day.
0: We stapled her a bit too because the duct tape wasn't working
1: great. And so, yeah, we had sirens going. We got the kids all into the bathroom, bicycle helmets on.
0: Yeah, it was a brutal day of storms, and it definitely did damage. It just didn't do damage where we live at the moment.
1: Which was, we're very grateful for that. We're very thankful, yeah. And then Christmas Eve, Cindy left. We sent her packing to Florida. Yes. And then Richard and Michelle, who were driving up from Florida to spend Christmas with us. Arrived. They arrived. Yes. And then Christmas Day, we had three other friends join us. Yes. So we had seven adults and three kids.
0: We also did our ticket to ride on Christmas Eve.
1: Explain ticket to ride.
0: Ticket to ride. It's actually an idea I got from the Meeks, but it's they, you know, they look under their pillow and then one night there just be a ticket under the pillow, which means they get out of bed in their pajamas, get in the car and we ride around and look at all the different Christmas lights and stuff and drink hot chocolate and eat cookies in the car.
1: Which as mundane as that sounds. They love it. They love it for some strange reason. They get so excited.
0: So they like squealed when they found the ticket.
1: But then they hate the hot chocolate and then they get bored with the lights.
0: Well, no, you get bored with the lights. (laughs) They don't get bored. They're never wanting to leave by the time you're wanting to leave.
1: No, I don't think that's true.
0: No, it's absolutely true. I think
1: they were severely bored.
0: You wanted to leave half a song in. You're like, well, we've done it. We've seen, you know. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, no. But I think we made a mistake in bringing the leaf. Why? Because they couldn't see anything. We're like crammed in like little sardines. If we were in the minivan, it would have been better. We've always used the minivan before. I think I think we learned a valuable lesson.
1: Oh, it's such a valuable lesson. I'm writing it down in my personal prayer journal this minute. Okay, good.
0: Okay, so anyway, back back from Ticket to Ride. Um, Christmas Day was awesome. Seven adults, three kids.
1: Many presents.
0: Many presents.
1: Except not for me, you, or Abby. No, because we all got bikes. Right, which was fine. Yes. Am I right in thinking we couldn't cycle on Christmas Day because it was crazy? It was crazy. The weather was still crazy. Oh, that's right. But we
0: cycled the day before and the day after.
1: That's right, because Christmas Eve was gorgeous. Yeah. Because the supercell system came through with all the tornadoes and everything. The next day was was like spring. It was unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Anyway, where were we Christmas Day? You cooked amazing food. Thank you. And then Boxing Day, we hung out with Richard and Michelle and educated them in the ways of the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Well, which is a very important education, apparently.
1: Well, we were shocked that there was large gaps in their Marvel viewing.
0: I don't know if I would say I was shocked.
1: <laughs> but, but really? okay, sure, You weren't shocked? Sure, I was shocked. <laughs> I was
0: appalled. No, I'm appalled when people haven't seen Star Wars, like 4, 5, and 6. I don't care that much about the Marvel movies. Okay, well then, But they're good. Then I, like.
1: I educated them in the Marvel Cinematic you Universe. You did, darling. Congratulations. And then at night we went to see your cousins for tacos because they know us very well.
0: Yes, and they were excellent tacos.
1: All told, that's an awful lot of people in a short amount of time.
0: It was, but it was good. It was full of life. But then today I kind of crashed.
1: You did. <laughs> I was like, I'm so done.
0: <laughs> but I went for a bike ride and I came back feeling better.
1: You did. Yeah. You felt much better.
0: Yes, and I bike rode almost six miles.
1: Look at you. You're unbelievable. On hills. You're like, like a cycling athlete.
0: Right, Okay, can I just tell you, those slow hills, they're horrible. The, like, slow incline up, I'd much rather have a steep short hill than one of those ones that
1: lasts forever. Alright, let's go back in time for a second, and let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. Now, if you haven't seen Star Wars, we're not going to reveal any plot details, there's going to be no spoilers. However, we are going to give you our opinion of Star Wars, and that might be enough to send you over the edge. So, if you want to skip ahead,
0: can we try something? What's that? While well, one of us is giving their opinion, could the other one softly hum the Star Wars theme in the background?
1: No, I'm vetoing that. <laughs> softly humming never works, darling.
0: <laughs> Why? It would be awesome. You don't want to try it?
1: No, not even remotely. Okay. <laughs> I'll
0: just hum it in my head. Okay.
1: You're your happy place in your head. <laughs> What did you think of Star Wars? I loved it, and your expectations were super high, and you still loved it. Yeah. Favorite moments that you can't tell because you can't give away. I can't,
0: if I can't do a spoiler, I you know, uh, I, yeah, I just loved it. Yeah, I, thought- I like all the characters. I I liked every single character. Yeah, I it was found them all believable.
1: It was a real treat. <laughs> it was an absolute nod to all the Star Wars fans, and I yes. thought J.J. Abrams did a great job. Fantastic job! The end
0: and the Millennium Falcon is still awesome.
1: Not the end because AJ just mentioned the Millennium Falcon. All right, let's talk about the end. Let's talk about Christmas Day. (laughs) Yes, you made salmon. I
0: made what? (laughs) (laughs) You made nomen. (laughs) Is that like how the Norwegians say it? (laughs) You made nomen. (laughs) I assure you, I didn't. I don't know what happened there.
1: Tell me about um, your <laughs> Um
0: My salmon. Um, the salmon was a stuffed salmon, which is a recipe that I invented a number
1: of years ago. Wait, you invented this? This is my recipe. Okay, you'd never seen it done before. No. Wow. All right, go on. What I had. Queen of salmon.
0: What I had done before was I had stuffed chicken breasts. You know where you like slice them almost absolutely in half, and then you stuff them with things. And I was stuffing them at one point, point. I thought, gosh, I wonder if you could just make a stuffed salmon. So I did one year, and I just sort of winged it, and it worked really well. So I wrote down everything I did, and that's how I've made it ever since.
1: So tell us how you make it. I actually think we have a link to the recipe on our website somewhere.
0: We probably do. If
1: we do, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. But basically, you get two large pieces of salmon.
0: Yeah, it depends on how many people are eating it. But yeah, I got two large pieces of salmon, and then you saute... Garlic, onions, spinach, mushrooms. Um, I suppose you could sa- saute whatever you want. Actually, I don't usually saute them. Oh, this anymore. is fascinating. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you asked me to say. Anyway, you just basically put one piece of fish. Never mind. Just look at the recipe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, quality content this week on Keeping Up With The Joneses. Well,
0: I just suddenly realized how boring it was sounding even to me. But we make crispy potatoes.
1: <laughs> oh, I love crispy potatoes. So good. All right. And I made a
0: whole quinoa salad that I forgot to put on the table. So we had dinner for later.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we had that at night.
0: It was good. And I was sad that I hadn't remembered to put it out.
1: And then you made paleo donuts. I did.
0: And I made a pavlova.
1: You did make a pavlova. Describe a pavlova, because not many people will know what pavlova is, and then describe where you got it from. Okay.
0: Your mother taught me how to make it, and it is your mother's recipe for a New Zealand pavlova, which is essentially an meringue.
1: What's wrong with us today? We're having food-related vocabulary difficulties. (laughs)
0: Um, It is a... What's it called? meringue. It's essentially a meringue, but it it isn't quite as crunchy. It's a bit gooey in the middle.
1: It's a gooey meringue Mm -hmm. with whipped cream Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then raspberries.
0: Yeah, and the raspberries help with the sweetness.
1: Our main topic for this week. Mm -hmm. I was thinking it's the last podcast of this year. It is. And I wanted you to look back on 2016... And name five of your favorite things from this year.
0: Okay, but that will be very prophetic of me because it's 2015. <laughs> How about I just look back on 2015? Okay, let's and do it? that instead.
1: All right, 2015. I... <laughs> five of your favorite things from 2015.
0: Okay, well...
1: You're taking too long. Do you want to hear my first one? Yeah. Okay, we got an Amazon Echo. Yes. And for those of you who don't know what an Amazon Echo is, it's about the height of two or maybe three cans of like beans stacked together.
0: Two, yeah.
1: Cylindrical tube that just plugs into your electricity outlet, and then connects to your Wi Fi network. And when we bought it, it didn't do much. It was it's kind of like whole house Siri. So if you're used to using Siri on your iPhone, it's like a Siri device for your house. And yeah. it's activated just by saying alexa you just say alexa and away she goes and i apologize if you're listening to this in earshot of alexa because right now she's probably asking you what you want but anyway you can ask her all sorts of things and initially when we got her you could ask her to spell words you could ask her to do mathematics do set timers that sort of stuff but it seems like every month i get an email from the developers amazon Saying, hey, we've integrated this feature, this feature, this feature, and this feature to the yeah, point she's
0: just getting better and better, isn't she?
1: Yeah. To the point now where she is pretty much running major aspects of our house.
0: Well, electrical aspects of our house, yes.
1: Yeah, but also your shopping list as well. You can just ask Alexa to order you stuff from Amazon and it arrives at your doorstep two That's days true. later. Yeah. So we can say, Alexa, turn on our downstairs lights and all our lights come on, or Alexa, dim the kitchen lights, or Alexa, turn on the Christmas tree, turn off the Christmas tree lights, that sort of stuff. But she also integrates with her Nest thermostat, so you can tell her to set a temperature that you want it to be at. What we're seeing is just this rapid increase in the interconnectivity of the things in our house, which is amazing, because... Prior to Alexa, I had to use three different apps to control all the different lights and electronic functions of our house.
0: Or you had to walk over and use your finger to throw the switch. I mean, horrible,
1: horrible. But now Alexa, you just speak to her. The last thing I want them to integrate is Alexa with Sonos, which is our home house sound system. system. Yeah. Because right now you can ask Alexa to play anything from your music list, but it just comes through her tinny speakers rather than through our whole mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. system. So number one on my list was the Amazon Echo Alexa. It feels like we're living in our future when we get to wander around our house telling her to do things. I love okay. it. Okay,
0: true. Very cool.
1: Number one on your list, baby.
0: Number one on my list is a kitchen item called the Green Pan. And I got them at Williams and Sonoma. And I actually, I got them as a replacement for the previous enamel pans that I had gotten. So, you know, we're using all non-toxic pans.
1: So, so what would toxic pans be?
0: A Teflon is toxic. Um, so you can use stainless steel or you can use enamel. Those are the only two things that aren't going to leach toxins into your food.
1: Okay. The problem with using stainless steel, presumably, is it's Sticks. sticky.
0: Yeah. Um, so I still use stainless steel for some things. Um, and then my La has enamel and then these pans have enamel. So it's, uh, they're black enamel finish, so they kind of look like they might be Teflon, except you can tell when you uh, actually feel them or whatever that they're not. But they're amazing non-stick pans. They're just, and they're a dream to wash up. Like you just run a sponge over them once and they're they're totally clean. So
1: And this is your third revision because you'd previously bought some nonstick stick pans from Williams and Sonoma.
0: Yeah, I had bought the Henkel ones and I really liked them. They had great weight and good heat distribution, but... Uh, they eventually lost their uh, non-stickiness. So that's useless for me.
1: So you took them back. I took them back. A year later.
0: Literally a year later. And
1: Williams and Sonoma said, oh yeah, we'll
0: replace them. Without even a receipt. They were like, yep. I mean, granted the lady at Williams Sonoma does know me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sad, but true.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, I chat with her even if I'm walking through the mall and I see her, I'll go in and say Hi. I brought them in and said, hey, look, you know, the surface is coming off of them. And she said, have you tried the green pan? And she, she didn't own them yet, but she said she tried them cooking, you know, while at Williams and Snowman and really liked them. So I was like, all right, well, I'll try it. And she said, if you don't like it, come back. I was like, okay, they're amazing.
1: And to be fair, you cook every single day, so they make your life easier. All right, number two on my list. Yep. I didn't think I'd like it, but I do. It's Apple Music.
0: Apple Music.
1: It doesn't need a theme song. (laughs) So when Apple Music came out, we signed up for the 90-day free trial, the three-month free trial. And I was kind of like, meh. I was a previous Beats, uh, what do they call it? Beats Audio? I don't know. And I quite liked that. I just found Apple Music so confusing, like, what's my library, what's not, I don't understand why this is working, why are you suggesting stuff to me, I don't really like, blah 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 blah. So it never really went anywhere with me, I, I didn't really like it, and then it didn't work with Sonos, which is primarily how we listen to music at home. So I stuck to Pandora and Amazon Music, and I forget whatever else we had. But just last week, Sonos had emailed me and said, hey, would you like to be a beta user of... Apple Music on Sonos. And I was like, sure. So I signed up for an Apple Music account. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, especially playing it through Sonos, it worked brilliantly. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then when Bethel Kids launched their, their kids' album and I showed the kids it, they just fell in love with it. So, you know, Apple Music, for the last couple of weeks that we've been using it, I've really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And the ability to just almost search any music on earth and add it to your music collection just seems like a bizarre way to live.
0: I enjoyed it at Christmas time because I got to listen to Pentatonix Christmas and Johnny Swim Christmas.
1: You know, Johnny Swim I get, but Pentatonix, I maintain, is the only thing that's wrong with you. You're perfect in all your ways except for your passion for (laughs) really bad acapella. It's not bad acapella. It's a really good acapella. Therein lies the problem. Acapella in and of itself is terrible.
0: It isn't terrible. Okay.
1: You're adorable.
0: You're adorable too. (laughs)
1: Okay, what's on your number two list?
0: Um, The iPad Pro, Pencil, and uh, Keyboard are my number two.
1: Wait, you're stealing three for one? Yeah. You're just making that a combo deal? Yeah,
0: because they all go together.
1: You've really fallen in love with this thing, haven't you? I love it. You thought you would love it?
0: I thought I would love it just for the art stuff, which it is excellent for the art stuff.
1: And And you do have an adult coloring book? I do. And I should say it's not adult in content. It's just a coloring book for (laughs) grown-ups. It's a coloring book, yeah. It's a
0: coloring book of, like, animals and things like that, yeah. It's great for, like, a wind-down kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, watching movies on it is awesome. And playing Catan on it, obviously awesome. So it's, yeah.
1: I don't understand Settlers of Catan.
0: Well, I'm sorry, but that's my number five, so I'm not talking about it right now.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) So you really love the iPad Pro pencil keyboard that much? I do, I love it. Do you think it will replace your laptop?
0: I don't know.
1: Is there a reason that it can't?
0: I'm not confident that it can. It might be able to for most people. I think. I think my my only hesitation is um, if you're actually sitting down typing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not awesome for that.
1: Like you mean sitting it, down with sitting it on your on, lap. on
0: your lap? Yeah,
1: but on a table, it's fine.
0: On a table. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, but I don't usually sit at a table to write. I usually sit on the couch or whatever and, and write like that. And it's not great for that.
1: All right. My number three. Yeah. In keeping with technology. Yes, of is course. An, is an app. Oh, goody. It's an app called Mood Notes. Yeah. And when I downloaded it, I was merely intrigued by the premise. And the premise is this. You, you make a note of how you're feeling. And then if you leave a negative feeling, it asks you some questions like, hey, well, when did you start feeling this way? All right, when you started feeling that, did you believe any of these things? And it gives you a list of things to pick from. And then it says, well, have you considered this? And, you know, it basically takes you through this very scaffolded series of questions. And after it's done that, it takes, you know, maybe five minutes to fill in a response It then asks you to re-rate yourself on the emotions that you just put in. And amazingly, it has helped me get unstuck so many times. It's
0: great. It's like having your own personal counselor in your phone.
1: It's incredible. In the moments where I get stuck, and I don't know why I'm stuck, I'm in negativity swirl, I'm frustrated, but I don't know why I'm frustrated, I've lost my temper, or I'm feeling like I'm sinking into despair over something trivial, I've learned to pull out my phone, log the feeling and respond to the questions because the premise behind it is the stuff that we taught on the brain science week, that your thoughts, your feelings and your behavior are all interlinked. And if you change one of them, you change the other two. Right. And so it sounds really bizarre and it sounds, you know, kind of nonsense, but it's really, really helpful. I found it to be incredibly helpful in getting me unstuck and, I've recommended it to anybody who's interested, so we'll put a link to all of these things in the show notes, but that's called Mood Notes, Okay. and I'm very, very grateful it's around. It's been a huge help.
0: Cool. Very cool.
1: Number three for you.
0: My number three is The Factory.
1: Okay, you're very sneaky because you are doing multiple things under one thing, which I applaud your
0: Thank you. Genius. I, I am just uh, maximizing my thankfulness. Yes, thank you. Thank okay. you. Um, yeah, so the factory, uh, obviously, because it has three of my favorite places to consume things. Well, like,
1: f- first of all, describe what the factory is to people who don't f- live in Franklin. The
0: factory is an old uh, factory that used to produce um, cast iron stoves and things like that, uh, that they have converted into like a mall with boutique type stores in it and that kind of stuff. It's but the original
1: it's, building. It's
0: the original building. There's still a lot of the machinery up in the ceiling and, uh, you know, but it's been it's converted. It's a really unique it's place. A converted space. Yeah. I love it. And it feels super peaceful. It's a great place to go and write and, you know, that kind of stuff or just people watch. <laughs> um, and so, and then in addition to it being a great space and feeling great, there's Franklin Juice there, so I can get SIE bowls or juice. Five Dollars Bakery just opened there, and Honest Roasters Coffee is there. So um, it's like it's like my happy place.
1: The last time I was there, they just installed a Jenny's Ice Cream van I as well. I know it's it's getting very hard to find reasons to ever leave the place.
0: I know. I well, we did ask Bill if we could uh, arrange for some beds.
1: Yeah, there somewhere. I'm just gonna start but, living there.
0: Yeah. Well, th- the kids will see us eventually. It'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you're an odd duck in that when you want peace and quiet, you go to a really busy place. I like,
0: do, but I put in headphones. Ah. But sometimes it's not, sometimes the factory isn't that busy, like when you're, depends on the time of day.
1: There is no way you can go to the factory and not not see someone you know.
0: Well, I can probably see someone I know, but I if I do put my headphones in most of the time, people leave me alone.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. My fourth one Yes. is something I've never actually seen so what? I've written down here, the Late Late Show with James Corden. Right. So James Corden is an English actor who's moved to America and has taken over the Late Late Show on CBS. Is it? I don't even know. I don't I've even never know what seen channel, it either. Which begs the question: Why is it number four on my list? It does. The reason it's number four on my list is James Corden is completely endearing. He's yes. very funny. He's yeah. immensely approachable. And I think he's doing a tremendous job on the late night show, even though I have never watched a full episode of it. So why do you think that? Well, the reason I think that is he cuts out the best parts of his show and puts them on YouTube. And I've enjoyed watching some of his interviews with guests. But more recently, I have really, really enjoyed his carpool karaoke segment. Same. Which is where he gets singers into a car and interviews them while singing versions of their songs together. And it's brilliant. It's just a stroke of genius. He's absolutely relatable. He's complete. I, I just so appreciate his sense of humor. Maybe it's the British thing, but I think he's doing a phenomenal job, yeah, and he's a breath great. of fresh air. And and we take great delight in showing everybody who comes to our house our favorite episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the stick is that those uh, who whatever famous singer he has on is keeping him company in L.A. traffic
1: because he's new to because he's to LA. new,
0: and you know. So it's carpool
1: karaoke, but yeah, we'll we'll put some links to our favorite episodes in there. Yeah. All right, baby. Number four.
0: My number four, going along the lines of devices again, would be the Apple Watch.
1: I cannot believe that the Apple Watch is not on my list, but it's on yours. Talk to me about that.
0: Um, I well, first of all, I wanted a watch for a couple of years and didn't have one. Um, so I like watches. I like being able to just look without having to find my phone. And know what time it is. I'm so, a shaper. Everything's done in 50 minute units, remember? That's right. So um, I love that part, but I love that it tracks uh, things that will inspire me to move more and things like that. You know, so. You're,
1: of course, referring to the green ring, the red ring, and the blue ring.
0: Yes. And I, I mean, I can look at my watch, I know what day it is. I well I know but I mean that's a
1: big achievement well done seriously
0: I so half the time I don't know you know hey what day is it I don't know but I can look at my watch there it is um I can see what temperature is it outside you know rain stuff like I in an instant I know everything I need to know to make a flash decision no I get it so I I love that
1: and you're sporting a very beautiful turquoise band
0: I am it matches my uh Phone
1: case. Uh, Who got you that? Just out of interest (gasps) Oh, I must have been very sensitive and thoughtful to get you that. Yes,
0: and it also like tells you, like again, you can look at it and go, "Oh, this is my next appointment for," you know, "that's coming up." Like all the information is on it. So right now, because we're on vacation, it says no appointments today. No appointments today, which is like yay.
1: I'm running fantastical, and it says no events. Enjoy your day! Exclamation mark. I love that. My watch is telling me to enjoy the day. It's mandating your... And as a shaper, we need to learn to relax, reflect, and relate. Yes. And so it's telling me those things. Yes. All right, lastly, number five. Yes. I fear that I may elicit a groan from you and lots of rolled eyes from our listeners. Oh, dear. But genuinely, on my top five, some of my favorite things of this year has got to be Super Mario 3D World. (laughs) I say this because we got our Wii U for Christmas last year. We did. And in this year, that game gave me 154 hours of absolute joy. Wii U says I played the game 159 times. Oh, I'm sure you did. This whole world with intricate design, incredible care, brilliant puzzles, the most excruciating level ever that must have taken me at least 50 of those hours to beat. Um, All wrapped up in gameplay that I got to enjoy with the girls and having friends over to the house, which I needed to actually beat the game. I just thought, wow, what an incredible (laughs) uh, opportunity to just unwind. And it served me really, really well. So it definitely deserves a place in the top five.
0: I'm pretty sure that I lost valuable life units listening to the same music over and over again when you're trying to win at Champions
1: Road. Undoubtedly. And the fans, you know the name on that level just gives me great joy.
0: Yeah, well, it was on the TV for months. All right. (laughs) So glad you beat that.
1: (laughs) Lead us out with your fifth one.
0: I'm having a hard time deciding on my fifth
1: one. Big shocker. I know. What's your short list?
0: My short list is either my bike, Mm -hmm. which I only really just got, but I'm really enjoying it.
1: You are. You look filled with joy every time you ride it. Thank you.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm really liking it. And or... Settlers of Catan on my iPad or iPhone. It's on the iPhone now, too. Okay,
1: so hang on. Here's some common ground. Super Mario 3D World is a video game. Yes. Settlers of Catan, a video game.
0: Yes. Settlers of Catan is strategic and calming. Okay. I don't believe that Mario World, or whatever the thing is called, (laughs) is... Uh, It's probably strategic, but it's not calming because there's too much yelling that goes on at the screen
1: yes the
0: get in your bubble get out of your bubble oh no no
1: <laughs> n- n- true yeah playing it certainly raised my blood level but beating it <laughs> blood level <laughs> that sounds really bad <laughs> Wait, blood pressure <laughs> that would be the one <laughs> okay yeah playing it did raise my blood pressure but it's like watching a, an amazing sporting event and getting super excited and excited about what could happen and then disappointed when it doesn't happen and blah, blah 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 blah. It was just such an engaging experience
0: for 154 hours.
1: <laughs> why is why is that weird for me but not weird for you to be playing Catan?
0: Well, because Catan um I never yell at either of my devices while playing it. It's true. very calm. It's you know.
1: Well, that's not portable. true. It's not that you don't yell. But it you do. is true. No, you yeah. do get your little fist and go, "Oh, they stole my sheep and the pile of wood, and I nearly had the cows <laughs> uh, that I was, was going to trade for a bale of wheat and stuff like that." I don't, and then when you do win, and it shows <laughs> you, you, you that <laughs> no, but when you do win, and there's that page of confetti, you're like, "I am the Lord of Catan." <laughs> Honour me, bow before me, peasant. <laughs> I don't I You do. So One time you were playing it in bed and I'd fallen asleep and you woke me up to show I the fake that. confetti. And you were all... You were awake. You were verbally expressive were about reader. how you are the Lord of Catan. Yes, on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> so while there's not shouting, there is verbal explosions yes. while you're playing that game. Yes. So you understand there's a there's a joy to putting your life on hold and entering into the realms of a video game.
0: Yes, but now I've just thought of a third thing under my five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, so it's Sellers Guten, the bike, or Um,
0: my my Bible, my journaling bible.
1: Okay, talk to him about your journaling bible because it's really cool. It is really
0: cool. So it is I imagine it's designed for taking notes, but it has these large margins at the side. And there's something called illustrated faith. Which um our friend Tiffany introduced us to, and uh, it's it's where you illustrate a passage. So you spend some time in the Word and you ask the Lord for a picture or whatever sticks out to you, and so sometimes it's just uh, words that are written in right you know or sometimes you actually draw a picture or you paint or you whatever, but this isn't your reading Bible, this is your uh, creativity Bible as yes things stand out to you kind of thing so it's to remember moments with the Lord where he pointed out something to you that became a word to you basically
1: right and then you illustrate what's impacted you yes through stickers print creative mediums yeah painting whatever yeah and it's quite amazing
0: it is and it's uh it meets both the uh connection like I feel totally connected while I'm doing it mm-hmm um, but it also is creative, and there's an outlet in it as well, so yeah,
1: your creativity level's gone through the roof in two thousand and fifteen, yeah, really has
0: I think I'm just re uh, valuing something that I used to really enjoy and mm-hmm. just stopped valuing
1: so there's a view of our favorite things. It's supposed to be five a j you know managed to throw in eight.
0: I think I bumper cropped it, yeah,
1: yeah, well done, yeah
0: I, it might be actually nine if we're
1: doing the pencil in the anyway, yeah. 2015 has been an amazing year. Yeah, We've loved it. Yeah, We've loved everything at work and at home. We've loved journeying through the podcast with you, our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us each week. You guys are amazing. We're super encouraged by your support. We're looking forward to 2016. We're super excited about what the Lord has for us individually and corporately and globally. I think 2016 is going to be a year of incredible encounter with God, and I'm really looking forward to it.
0: So thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week for the first podcast of 2016.
1: Have a great rest of the year. Faith, life, communication Tacos and video
0: games Paleo Donuts and the kindness of God The things we deal with every day
1: From Franklin, Tennessee They are just like you and Me, Alan, and
0: AJ. Keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses. Sharing their life experiences. Keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses. They talk about faith in God and everything under the sun. If you are a human being.
1: There's something here for everyone